0: Today, I'm excited to do something a little bit different. I'm sharing my conversation with Kendall Yanez, host of the Mama You're Doing Great podcast, when she hosted me as a guest on her show. Fun, right? Before we dive in, don't forget to take a second to officially subscribe or follow this podcast by clicking that follow plus or checkmark button in your podcast app. And while you're there, leave a rating and a review. The more reviews this show has, the easier it'll be for other moms like you to find it. And if you like this episode, share it with a mom you love. We are all about moms supporting moms here at the Love Your Mom Life podcast. And the stuff we're talking about today needs to be heard by other mamas. By the way, are you on Instagram? I am too. Let's be friends. Pause this episode for a sec and hop on over to your Instagram app and go follow me. My handle is Like the easiest thing to remember, it's my name, Nikki Odin, and I personally manage that account. So when you send a DM or leave a comment, I am the person who's responding. If you want to be friends, pause the episode and go follow me. And now, enjoy my conversation with Kendall Yanez on her show, Mama, You're Doing Great.
1: Welcome, Nikki. I'm so excited to introduce you to my audience. I ran across your podcast um, a few years ago, whenever I started looking into doing mine. And I know my mamas that listen here are going to love you and love your mission. So let's just dive right in and um, tell people who Nikki Odin is and how you got started
0: with your ideal mom life. Thank you for having me. I love that you Invited me to be on this show. It's such an honor to be here. And I I will share with your audience that it has been such a journey creating your ideal mom life and getting from where I was as a young mom, trying to harmonize everything I wanted to do as a mom with everything I had to do as a mom. It was just very, it was very difficult. And I'm sure if you're going through that right now with little ones, you can relate. Like, I really want to get that workout in and I really want to get this business off the ground. But my kid is, you know peeing on the floor right now. So it's it's a lot to it's a lot to juggle. And for me, it all started back when I was practicing law. I I worked for a really large international law firm. And that's just a fancy way of saying that I wore pencil skirts and went to court every day and fought about money, representing big companies. And it was it was kind of cool to talk to judges and understand how a courtroom works and I knew what I was doing, but I I'm not gonna lie, I kind of hated it. So When I became pregnant with my first child, I looked at my husband and I was like, I just don't see this arching over the horizon for me. This is not something I want to do for the rest of my life. And he was like, okay, so quit and I'll take care of us. And I was like, really? Okay. So I did. And it was a big decision because I had worked so hard in law school. I graduated first in my class from law school. That job that I had been grinding away at for the seven years before I left to have my daughter was one that like everyone wanted. It was like the big job. And here I was kind of like, meh, I don't really like it. I'm going to walk away. So I did that. And I thought, you know, I'm going to be really awesome at being a stay-at-home mom. Like, I'm just going to rock this. It's going to be... How hard can it be? Famous last words. And once she was born, I was like realizing whoa this is really hard and and i don't think enough people talk about how hard it is i i tell moms all the time now i probably scare them but new moms you know like when they're pregnant i'm like look it's going to be really awful for like 3 months you're going to cry like every day but that's okay like i just want people to know like it's it's okay if you don't love every second of it there's nothing wrong with you and there's that doesn't make you less of a mom or like you know we were talking about earlier, it doesn't make you a bad mom, right? You lose that from your vocabulary. But if you're not talking about it, if no one's telling you that and you don't know any differently, you you might think something's wrong with you. So I went through that whole thing by myself. And then when she was nine months old, right when I felt like, yes, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I found out I was pregnant with my son, which was a huge blessing, but it was not on purpose. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but nursing is not birth control. Okay. So just in case you're in that boat and your husband thinks that if you're nursing that you can't get pregnant. That's a lie. Yes, yes, you can. So when my son was born, I now had two under two. So they were 17 months apart. And I just completely lost myself in motherhood. I I didn't know anything about me anymore. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know like what I was going for, just like every day was the same. It was me just constantly saying no and cleaning up after one and making sure one didn't kill the other. And eventually I realized I was really unhappy. And it it took me a long time to admit that out loud because number one, I didn't want to seem ungrateful to my husband who was working so hard so that I could be home with our kids. And number two, I didn't want people to think or or even for like to 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 say the words out loud and make it seem like i didn't love my kids cuz i love my kids so i mean they they are my whole heart i love them so much that doesn't mean though that i want to be with them all day and that's what i realized and that was okay too it was hard for me at first to admit that um but eventually i realized i needed something that was mine that was outside of being mommy and wife and so i decided to start a business from scratch from home and Eventually, after a bunch of years of living in survival mode and like eating, standing up and in the car and looking at laundry that wasn't getting done and dishes that were piling up, I finally figured out how to get that harmony. Like, This is what I want as a woman with goals and dreams. And it's okay for me to have goals and dreams. And this is what I have to do as a mom to be the mom I want to be. And I figured out how to harmonize those two things. And listen, I'm still learning. But through that process of falling on my face over and over and over again I created your ideal mom life because I, I realized there are a lot of little hacks and tricks and things that could apply universally to moms across the board and we could all just be a little happier and then that, that means that our households will be happier our husbands you know will have better relationships with our spouses and we'll be better moms because we're feeling fulfilled Hey there, Supermom. Have you grabbed a copy of my new book, But Definitely Wear Mascara? It has tons of five-star reviews on Amazon and could be exactly what you need right now on your motherhood journey. But don't take my word for it. Here's what Ruth Sukup, mother of two and New York Times bestselling author of Living Well, Spending Less, 12 Secrets of the Good Life, had to say. Nikki Odin walks the walk. Every truth bomb and piece of advice in her book, But Definitely Wear Mascara, comes straight from her own experience. She normalizes the tough parts of motherhood to help you realize you're not alone. Her gritty, resilient spirit will inspire you to take action to create a mom life you love. Or how about this review from Farnoosh Tarabi, mother of two and editor-at-large of CNET Money and host of the So Money podcast. Nikki Odin is that supportive, straight-talking mom friend we all crave. The one who will always tell you when you have spinach in your teeth simply because she cares about you. Through her hilarious, easy-to-read stories, Nikki offers tangible advice that will make your mom life easier. This book is a must-read for all moms who are simultaneously nurturing their families and their careers. And Susie Moore, host of the acclaimed Let It Be Easy podcast, raved, Nikki brings sparkle to everything she does, and this book is no exception. She conveys real-life lessons through her fun storytelling style and encourages you in a way that feels like a warm hug from an old friend. You'll feel her love for other moms springing off every page. With reviews like that, chances are you are going to love this book. But Definitely Wear Mascara is a collection of laugh-out-loud stories served up in 40 bite-sized chapters filled with raw and easy-to-implement advice for any mom who has ever struggled with nurturing her career and her family at the same time. You'll walk away entertained, inspired, and equipped with the tools you need to create a mom life you absolutely love. Get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Also available on Audible and Kindle. It brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the I'm on podcast with new episodes every Monday.
1: I love how you said you didn't want to say it out loud. And I Mm -hmm. think a lot of moms would definitely agree with that. You know, you're like, If I say that, it's going to sound like I'm ungrateful and I don't love kids and all these things. And that is so not true. And it's like, if we could just get that message through to those new mamas that are struggling um, with that same guilt, I just, I love that. Okay. So, so explain to me what your ideal mom is and how did you um, take those steps towards finding yourself and how do other moms do the same?
0: So your ideal mom life is different for everybody. It's yours, not mine, not the mama down the street who has seven kids and somehow labels everything and has it all ironed and organized. Or the mom across the street who has one kid and you know, everybody's different. Everybody's mom life is different. So it all starts with understanding what you want. And I think a lot of times as moms, we don't take the time to figure out what we want. It's like... Am I selfish for wanting something? And of course, the answer is no, you are not. If you don't know what you want, then it kind of doesn't matter how you spend your days or your time. And then you're not really honoring the gifts that God gave you. You're not stepping into who you are. You're not making an impact on the world and and you're not setting an example for your kids. So you've got to start there. Sit down, figure out what you want. And if that takes a few days or a couple hours, maybe it's bursting out of you and you, you do know what you want, but you have never really sat down and written it and crystallized it um just take that time for yourself it's really important and from there everything you do should be centered around that every every you know action that you take or don't take the things you say yes to and say no to should be revolving around what you want and what you want can be it can be more than one thing so i like to divide things into professional and personal and my personal goals always 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 come first because in my opinion Personal things are what I like to call glass balls. And what happens to a glass ball if you drop it, it shatters. And those professional things are rubber balls because you can make money any number of ways. You can start any number of businesses or take any number of jobs. They're always... Their money is not finite, right? So if you drop that ball, it'll bounce back in one way or another. But if you aren't nurturing your marriage, if you aren't taking care of yourself spiritually, if you're not being the mom you want to be, those are really big things. Um, so, and, and I think it's okay to have those two different sections. And I would say don't have more than three like top goals in each section. But once you figure that out, it's really easy to sort of get your mom life sort of, you know, on track. Listen, nothing's perfect and and nothing ever is going to go completely according to plan. But that just that feeling of of having like a, a North Pole, you know, like a, a North Star, I guess, like somewhere to, that you're working towards, it changes your life. It's a total game changer.
1: Absolutely. You feel like it's something for you, not just your kids or your family. It's something for you. Okay. So you have a mom challenge. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, I know that you're a coach and you have a podcast. And so you're just trying to help these moms find what makes them happy and get Mm -hmm. out of that mom rut. So tell me what that mom life challenge is.
0: It's awesome. It's a free challenge. If you go to youridealmomlife.com, you'll see it right there on the top of the screen. There's a little button and you can just enroll. It's all via email and it's three days and it just kind of helps you think about how to organize your mom life. Again, starting with what you want. And there's really cool hacks in there, quick ways for you to just feel less overwhelmed. And more like you are working towards what you want to have. The first thing we do in the Mom Life Challenge is a mental dump. And I think if you have never done one of those, you know, pause us right now or right after this episode, go ahead and do that. And it's just basically for you to take at least 30 minutes and just write down everything that's on your mind. Every, every. Thing. It doesn't matter what area of your life it pertains to. It doesn't matter if it's big or small. It doesn't matter if you think you are never going to have time to do it. If it's on your mind, it means something to you, and you need to get it out on paper. So I would write down like every little thing, things I need to pick up for the kids, like for school, like oh, I so and so needs you know cookies tomorrow big things like projects that that I really want to get done for my business. And then like text messages, like, you know, like all those texts that you forget to to respond to or like birthday cards you forget to send. When you forget those like little tiny things and it happens over and over, that's when you feel like you're failing. You feel like you're letting a lot slip through the cracks. And if you can just get it all written down on paper in a place where it's captured and you can refer back to it, it just feels so much better. You feel like, all right, I got this. This is manageable. It's not as bad as I've been thinking it is because it was all swimming around in my head. Now I can actually see it. And of course, I'm going to be able to do all that. Of course I am. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. If there's a there's more steps to it than that, but that's how we start. And I think um it's really a great way to to, to start the challenge because you just go in like,
1: <sighs> yes, yes. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to have to do that myself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So let's kind of go back to when you lost yourself and you um had that guilt you know you had said sit down and make your priorities for your ideal mom life like what your vision of what your mom life you want how did like how long did it take you to kind of finally admit that i am unhappy and then also getting over that guilt
0: it took me 2 years to admit it, it which is kind of a long time to be living that way but although i guess there are lots of moms who are living that way yeah and then I think you're always recovering from the guilt. You know, like, I don't think it's something that you ever are completely over. And I think that's just the way God made us because we we are so nurturing and loving and caring and we want to protect and make sure things are great. It's also a story we tell ourselves. So I, I think that we have to choose not to feel guilty. Mom guilt is a choice. Like if you had a menu in front of you and one of the items was guilt, like, would you choose guilt consciously? No. It's just a story we've been telling ourselves because we are wired to be so caring and nurturing. And we keep telling it over and over and over again. And the truth is that feeling guilty about something does not resolve the situation. It doesn't affect the person that you're feeling guilty about. So for example, if you're feeling guilty about one of your kids, just sitting there feeling guilty about it and berating yourself and making yourself feel worse for you know a decision you made or didn't make doesn't help the situation. So stop doing it. I think we just have to like collectively as moms just decide, I'm not going to feel guilty about this. What did I learn from this situation? What could I do differently next time? I love my kids. I will show them I love them. and I'm going to let that one go. I'm not a bad mom. Everyone makes mistakes and I'm always going to be learning. I mean, at every stage with your children, it's the first time you've been at that stage with them. So, your kiddos are really little, my kiddos are I think little but not as little as yours, but even now, like I know I can maybe give a mom like you some advice about that stage, but I'm still learning my stage. And, you know, having a 5th grader who I just sent to the school um yesterday, uh, the first time as a 5th grader, I've never had that experience before. So, I think we also have to give ourselves a lot of grace because we're going to make mistakes. We're going to keep making mistakes no matter how old we are. I'm sure my mom still thinks that and she's 72.
1: (laughs) Right. There's always a stage they're going into. Mm -hmm. It's like newborn and then, you know, elementary, junior high, high school, then they move off and then they become married. They're adults. And so you're like, whoa, how do I parent, quote unquote, parent. An adult child. Right. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you're always learning. And I think that's the biggest thing and biggest message. I think both of us are trying to just relay to other moms. Like, it's okay. Like, give yourself grace. But you also have to make sure sure that you're happy as well. Like, you Mm -hmm. can't just only focus on your kids. So, I just, I love your mission and the purpose and everything behind what you do. Um, Tell me about your podcast and what it's called and how you came
0: up with that. So my podcast is Love Your Mom Life, which is a little spin on your ideal mom life. And it encompasses all areas of being a mom. So we talk about everything from what you're putting into your body, how much movement you're getting. We talk about ways to center yourself mentally, spiritually. We talk about simple life hacks, like how to organize your house. Ask yourself this one question and it'll organize every single part of your house. It's from soup to nuts, everything that has to do with your mom life because your mom life has so many facets and loving your mom life requires you to pay attention to all those different aspects. But there are, I think, a couple of lead dominoes, things that if you're taking care of those few things, you're going to pretty much love your mom life. I I don't think... I think there's very very few of us who are walking around like, I hate my mom life. But we could always love it a little bit more. And that's the point of the podcast.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think just bettering yourself in general, like in life, Mm -hmm. you can always learn from a mistake or just help our life be better. Who, yeah. who doesn't want a better life? So I love it. Okay. So what is next for you and your ideal mom life and in your business? Do you have anything you need to share?
0: I'm so excited right now because I've always been a writer. I think I may have resisted it a little bit through law school, but I've always been a voracious reader. Like I was that I wasn't that girl who like played a sport or was a dancer. Or any? I just was in a book like Hermione Granger. like I always, always, always read. And so that led to me becoming a really gifted writer. And it was something that I embraced around the time I was 10 years old and, and all through school and then eventually kind of separated from it in law school. Although I will say being a lawyer is really requires you to be a good writer. If you want to be an effective lawyer, you need to be a good writer. But it's a different kind of writing. And finally I meandered my way after coaching moms and and having this the podcast and your ideal mom life to I'm going to write a book. And then well, the second I made that decision, I thought to myself, duh, of course I'm going to write a book. I can't believe it took me so long to get to this point. Like I love, I love, love, love writing. So it's going to be released very soon. And it's called Definitely Wear a Mascara though. And it's just hacks for you to love your mom life and yourself a little more. Really excited about it.
1: That is incredible. So you just continue to keep serving mamas and Mm -hmm. helping all of us just focus on finding what we love in life. So I love it. Where can people find you and find your book that's about to come out and the mom challenge and all the things?
0: So if you want to find me and connect with me, which I would love, by the way, I really, really love meeting new people. Find me on Instagram at Nikki Odin. that's N-I-K-K-I-O-D-E-N. And you can always visit youridealmomlife.com to see what's going on. You can read some fun content on the blog. And also there are a bunch of links on there to on how to contact me, um, the podcast and the Mom Life Challenge. And uh, my book is going to be available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Awesome. I cannot wait
1: to get a copy of that. And I'll share all that in the links below.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love and it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.